The Cavecast, the uncensored show for nerds of all kinds. We have the absolute pleasure tonight of being able to sit with the one and the only Riker Road mom. Wave to your camera mom over there. <laughs> Say hi. There it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, t- tonight we we really wanted to do this for a multitude of reasons is that number one, what we really want from the show is to be able to have a conversation between three, uh, three people. There's a technical side of this, but also you've really just kind of become the internet mom. Like, I mean, just through the, re- uh, the reaction channel and stuff like it's reaching a bit. It's not on it. No, I, well, I would show. I, I, I honestly, I think that there's, there's never a time that when we don't, don't like jump into a live or something that someone's like, Oh man, mama Rikers here. Like whatever. Like, People have just really accepted you and just been like, man, like they see something in you and people have said really nice things of just like, wow, like, you know, it's cool to see, you know, give the, it time. <laughs> the true colors will come out. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's just, man, it, it's been such a cool thing. Like, what is that like? I mean, because you kind of came in into into the reaction where it was like, all right, this kind of sounds fun or this or that. So, like what was it like for you to be on the show for the first time and then wait for that like reception of the comments to come in? Because you, you kind of had like a, a very interesting recording night where it was like, you were kind of learning, you know, the, the lay of the land, like, you know, how it worked and everything. Like, what was that like for you? It was scary as hell. <laughs> it was nerve wracking. I was nervous because Eric's channel, it's Eric's channel. I thought I'm going to take down Riker road in 22 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a smoking crater right here. <laughs> And I just remember I was trying not to talk a lot. I was trying not to move a lot. I didn't know That's what the I whole was point supposed of it. to do. <laughs> and so, but after my third glass of apple juice, I think. I was, <laughs> the, and we heard, we heard Jelly Roll was first. Yes. Yes. Right? Only, yeah. 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 Which I thoroughly enjoyed and I just adore him. <laughs> and I was, I remember I was pleasantly surprised by Eminem. Which guys, that is huge. Yeah. That is yeah. huge. I I appreciated that. So I also uh, started you with a, a little bit of a uh, lesser, harsh, whatever made up words I can throw at you right now. As far as a song for Eminem, what was be- that beautiful? Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, like that was very much like pulling back a little bit yeah. from what M does. Yeah. But, but but I I was happy about that because yeah. I remember just thinking, okay, you can do this, Sherry. Like you know. <laughs> Um, and, but you guys then threw falling in reverse at me. And that was alone, right? That that was, was, okay, Cause I can yeah. remember if that was the first recording we did or if that was the second. No, it was so, the first okay, one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, apparently that's the one everybody wanted to see me yeah. do. Yeah. So and that's when I forgot she was there. Remember? Yeah, yeah. That was the very first time I think I ever heard you say, fuck you. <laughs> and by the way, rightfully so. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, dude, no, that was not the first time I've heard her say that to me. Ever. Not at all. Not even close. Bro. Not even close. <laughs> no. so, man, so uh, out of that experience, I mean, you've you've had a very interesting view of this channel that not only have you been on it, but you've also been able to take in, you know, all these different types of music that maybe you wouldn't normally, or like it wouldn't even be on your radar. Like, I'm just, I'm curious as to like, you know, how, like what, what is your music life now? Like after the fact of like, since you've been on the show, you've been keeping up and the stuff that you watch or don't watch, like what's your music life like, uh, like right now? Oh, I don't know. Better. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I I truly, and you know, your dad and I were just uh, talking about this and the fact that, 
I love the music I grew up with and I love, mm -hmm. you know, I love my eighties. I love my journey and I love all of that stuff. It just, you know, um, but you know, I get bored. I get bored with the same stuff. And I was hearing, you know, the same stuff all the time. I'm not a big radio listener. So Me I don't, either. you yep, know, same. I just, I don't know why I just don't. Um, but you guys gave me a whole new appreciation for what is new. I can, um, even, even for genres that I, I can't say that I care for all of them, but I know I've said before that listening to something with the headphones on mm. is, is just an, uh, it's it's a whole new world in here. Yeah, yeah. And um, I can't even stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs> you sound but, great. Don't worry. But, <laughs> but you know, hearing, I I think I'm hearing it correctly. Mm. Uh, and it makes me um, it, it makes me uh, see what I've been missing. Yeah. And I have you know my playlist is like it's just oh gosh I've got Boz Skaggs. And I've got Theory of a Dead Man. They're like one of my new favorites. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Theory yeah. Theory of a Dead yeah. Man, that bad girlfriend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's Same. a bitch. Yeah. My mom can throw down. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know. Well, my, mom said something very interesting where she was like, you know, I've heard this stuff, you know, over and over and over again. Alan and I were talking one day at work. This was a couple of years ago. And he said something like that where it's like, dude, I don't want to throw on, you know, uh, like, 1065 or whatever it is he's like i've heard acdc's you know hell's bells and all this stuff a yeah. hundred thousand times yeah give me something uh, new give me something new so yeah i do want to listen to 88 one just because forgot about dre's on again well i've only heard that eight thousand times you know <laughs> what i mean like yeah it's, it's the fact that like it does get old yeah and that's what that's sucks because like finding Finding new, finding new uh, people to listen to. I think like mom was saying, like you, you do open up that world and like now you have, you know, so many things like, like she said, you know, you've been missing and I didn't know I was yeah. missing too. So like, that's very interesting that we both have the same, I guess, kind of view on the music. Like we don't listen to the radio a whole lot. And now we found all these genres were like, wow, why didn't I pay attention to this? Because well, the, I have so much to listen to. And, and if I am listening to the radio, I gravitate to what is classic rock. Right. And classic rock is right. what I know. Bro, classic rock now is like Nickelback. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, don't go to the grocery store. You'll cry. What? No, what? it's what they yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> like classic rock now is, buddy, the shit we listen to. Uh-huh. Like not even like mom stuff, like the shit we listen. To. I mean, mom it's, stuff. So like, I don't I, think Kyle's okay. Over there. I just like it's like it was kind of mom's like the, is like oldies, not like seriously. Yeah. Well, it's mm -hmm. what's interesting was I like, got really hype about well, that. Well, it's, <laughs> dude, it's this weird thing that happens where I, I won't divulge the names here, but I was over at a friend's place and their younger sibling was in the room while we were talking, and I think we were watching something that there was like some guy on a motorcycle that was looking really cool. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's got that cool swag. You know, he's got that coolness to him, like the Fonz. And I heard these words put together in the English language. I had never oh, heard it no. before. And this kid looked at me and went, who's the Fonz? Oh, right in the heart. And I just, I remember having this moment of realizing that I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, at that point I was like 27 or something like that. So okay. it's like, 
I started to kind of realize it then, but you know, again, like since we don't listen to the radio, I, I never would have known yeah. that it's like classic, like our classic rock or the things that we listen to and stuff. It, it is considered to be very old. Like yeah. 1980 isn't 20 years ago. It's 40 or it, it's that or whatever. Fuck like, off. It's like, it was, it's <laughs> a, I mean that with the utmost respect. He didn't say World War II, Eric. He said God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's interesting to me. I, I think that it's, you know, having that, you know, mortality check, but in the same hand too, is that, you're like you've talked about it before mom like whenever you've watched different reactors like you know people that are discovering queen for the first time or people that are hearing oh. you know stuff where I, I've, I think we've talked about it either either on the podcast or the reaction channel where it's like when somebody new takes in something that we've grown up with and that we grow that we've just you know grown close to and we adore and, and we've taken for granted. Right. It's like in 30 years later, this person is listening to this song for the first time and it still nails it the way that oh, it yeah. nailed, nailed our minds. Like, it's just, there's something so cool about that. When I, when, when I see somebody hear Journey for the first time, Steve Perry's voice mm. or um, Boston mm. oh, for God. the yeah, first yeah, time, yeah, yeah. those Ooh, people don't, <laughs> people don't. No, something like that existed yep. in this in this world because it was just such such raw, just guts and guitar and mm. and real vocals. Just talent. You, had, you just had to be fucking talented. Yeah, for sure. To to do that, and I see somebody have an attack over listening to that one cool song, and I get almost jealous. Because yeah, yeah, man, they're yeah. hearing that for the first, first time. time. Yep. If you could erase your memory I and do could. that again, yeah. I, I I think that's a lot of times why I do it. Um, it's uh, yeah, and it makes me appreciate what I grew up with more. And mm. yet, you mm. guys on Riker Road make me appreciate now what I didn't know either. Right. So yeah, it's wild. It's, yeah. It's yeah. So cool. yeah. I mean, with with all that, you know, it's it's the fact of like <clears throat> growing up listening to what you listen to and what I listen to now is very different, mm -hmm. very very different. But the thing is, is that the um, I think the taste and everything that I have is still there. It's just in a different genre. Mm. I don't put a filler stuff. Get it out of here. Like, I don't like fluff rap. You didn't like bullshit rock. I mean, I'm sure there was no. a couple of things that were like, oh, kind of like a mumble rap for me or whatever, where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's your guilty pleasure. But I think that was just instilled in me in every angle where the music that I grew up listening to and the music I listen to now has a similarity to me. And it's because, well, we've said it before, it's the people who influenced us on music yes and mom was a big one Aunt heidi was a big one your biological father was yes. a big one yeah but yeah again then we kind of took off on our own you know friends and you know all this stuff and then like you said you found slipknot i found tupac and uh nwa and, and you know two live crew yeah it's weird how that happens but dude i would never take it back and the thing is is that mom being so open to some of this new stuff is really cool because it's like bro it's like <laughs> it's, so it's cool. almost one of those like mom i was trying see like <laughs> yeah. see how cool this is like you know and and that that's the thing is that they 
she didn't see. She wasn't paying attention to that. And it's not her fault. It's just the fact of we grew up in a time that the music that we listened to was fucking bad news. And it was all over the news. And there people are going to, you know, unalive people and all this stuff. No, it's just, but that's what we had. And, you know, mom was just looking out for us because she's a mom. She was trying to do the right thing. So, yeah, (laughs) what's what's interesting is that, you know, we've talked about it before. I don't know if you were in the room or not, but I mean, just to put it out there online is that I think it's an interesting perspective because think about it. If if I was 12 years old or nine or whatever, like younger, and you walked into the room and saw a picture of Tom McDonald and what he looks like, a a tatted up dude with like his head (laughs) shaved and everything like that, you at that point would look at it and go get that off the wall. Probably, you know, would have, yeah. And it's, it's, and I think that what it is is that I don't know if there's like a true answer to it, but I I, I almost wonder if it's like this culture thing where it's like, yeah, you were being the good mom at that point, Mm -hmm. and and, you know, we were also raised in a Christian home, and like you know, there was you know Mm -hmm. maybe other guidelines for things in the house that wouldn't be there for maybe a normal American kid, sure. So like just because of following that, but what's so impressive to me is that you've actually said that Tom McDonald is one of your favorites. Like you're like, you're the one that will text us and be like, Oh my gosh, this just dropped. And it's like, yeah, we can't watch it yet, but you know, so but we'll see you in 12 hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I so badly want to react to those new songs with you. And I'm like, I already heard it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She just can't. I can't, I can't, you know, um, it's he, you know, he's, He's just fearless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and his, when he's not rapping, or I'm sorry, when he's not singing, when he, when he's not doing a song and I just hear him talk, talk the little videos he makes, you know, like his sense of humor, oh, yeah. his, yeah, yeah. you know, his positive outlook. Yeah. And, you know, this is a man that's been through so much. Right. And I'm sure that he just appreciates his life. Oh, yeah. So, so much more than he ever thought he could. Right. Well, that, yeah. you know, the, the the thing is, is that you saying that now because of, you know, you kind of knowing him a little bit as far as mm-hmm. like his music and, you know, maybe some of his Instagrams or whatever. But like Kyle was saying, if you wouldn't have paid attention to any of that, let's go back 20 years, hell, 25 years. Mm. Like he said, if if that would have been on and all you heard was just the noise and then saw the poster, you you wouldn't have had it. But it's one of those where he is somebody that even back then it would be like, no, mom, listen. Right. Mm-hmm. No, listen for a second. Like, I couldn't do that with Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. first of all, she wouldn't have understood it anyways. And second of all, yeah, they really weren't singing the same thing that Tom was. Yeah. But I get what you were saying, Kyle, yeah. and the fact of, it's just the it, you know how she saw things because we didn't take the time either to try to explain it to her or have her listen to it. But mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that now mom is like you said. She's like, oh, have you heard it? No, <laughs> it's no, we haven't. It's <laughs> like, what's funny is I, I sometimes look at it in the mentality of like when I get those messages where it's like I feel like it's either Sammy or Luke messaging me where it's like, no, dude, I haven't seen. It. I'm like, no, this is my mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and she's yeah. and she's all about it and it's just that's that's really what's been the coolest thing i think being able to see the shift and change in 
your taste in music. It's, it's been yeah. very different. Uh, you know, I would say that, you know, the big catalyst is, you know, the, the reaction channel, at least to give you that trampoline to like bounce off mm-hmm. of and then decide where you want to land. I, you know, it's, it's just, it's interesting how that, you know, influenced you, you know? So, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think without what you guys have built, I wouldn't be here at that. I wouldn't be at that level at all with with it and i also think that rap has evolved oh yeah so to just become so much better mm. um because that isn't what you were listening to back then because that well that wasn't what was out no that yeah. is yeah. it's not even the same right and i also kind of i thought about this the other day because i know that you shared before that because i was raised in a home with barbershop music mm-hmm. And right. a lot of people probably don't know what that is, but we do, you know, it's, yeah. you know, four part harmony with no accompaniment. You just, you're just singing. And that was uh, you, grandma, and uh, who were the other two that were oh, with and, you? And uh, Roberta and Kathy. Mm-hmm. And plus when I was younger, I was in a, a, a chorus, a women's chorus. Cause yeah, isn't it, isn't it a barbershop as men and a um, quartet as women? Well, no, a quartet is for people singing, can be men or women, but Sweet Adelines are women. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, but I I I think I know now that the type of like even 80s music, rock music, when Queen came along, man, I was all over that. Well, yeah. You absolutely. know what? And I think I think being spoiled with good tight harmony music, whether it was that, I think it made me kind of a music snob almost (laughs) in a way, because I was picky about what I was listening to. I -hmm. wasn't just listening to everything. If I bought an album, it had something good on it. Right. Mm. And they were singing, Um, you know, like I I just think that that's the, the, the quality of what I wanted to hear, but your aunt Heidi opened up a lot of music to me too that i, I was that. i yeah. i wasn't t- too aware of hmm. so she i i um you know she she showed me rod stewart oh, really? she showed okay. me you know like a lot of Bray hell she showed me collective soul um oh, yeah i could see that you so know? Yeah. When, yeah. when it so with mom with mom touching on i i know that this first half is just us talking about like music and right yeah. but yeah it, so yeah. going back to like the whole barbershop and the quartets and things and like mom talking about like, you know, that's what, you know, with Queen and like the tightness and the sound and everything. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those where like we both still had that instilled in us as well. So again, Bone Thugs and Harmony, there's a reason I felt like it was immediate mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. because it sounded similar to like what mom grandma and grandpa did yeah but they were rappers and they were the you know and they had this weird spin and then i also think it leaked into the fact of why i like r&b music so much as well oh Mm. yeah so it's it's like i have this weird shift where like i like my hardcore gangster rap but like give me a sex song like you (laughs) know like give me some marvin gay give me some you know like i even like the blues like it's just like it sounds because I think it almost gives that like um, 
It's like in the quartets and things in barbershops, like you have your basses and tenors and all that. Like you can hear it because that one person is sticking to their one sole job. Mm. So when it comes to like jazz music, when they're over there playing, it's like you could hear the individual instruments. Yes. But they're all working together. And so I think just over time, like mom, it kind of did the same thing with my music taste. You tend to stick with certain things because it's got to be good. Yeah. Like mom said, spoiled her, spoiled me. Like everybody's tight. I think that's also why I liked Michael Jackson so much. Oh, yes. he, he was a perfectionist, but he wasn't an asshole. Everything just went in line, whether it was his vocals or his visuals. Now, I mean, I think I would actually argue that Michael's like, you know, way on set, like whenever like you and I were watching uh, the music video for a thriller, you know, it's mm-hmm. like it was Halloween time. We threw it on. We watched With the, the line underneath. And it's the idea that um, when all of them jump, they are in a perfect line. Correct. And I think it's, straight line. it's like, dude, like I think that that could be a moment that Michael would have been looking at the monitor, saw the replay and, and he wouldn't have been like, God damn it, guys. No, he could look at, he would look at it and go, we can do better. Yep. We need to do, do it, it again. again. Do it again. And it's like, that is the level of excellence that is in his music. And I think across the board with like people that, you know, care about stuff. I mean, like, I mean, even NF, like, you know, him doing his music videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he talks about, you know, I th- it was in like the behind the scenes of the motto video, but him being like, yeah, you know, it's 12 hours of work, but we may only, oh, sorry, six hours of work, but we may only get like, you know, 12 seconds, but that's the 12 seconds that we needed. And it's yep. like, he's such a perfectionist, but it's like, you know, that he's going about it in the right way because mm-hmm. he has a bigger vision of what he wants to accomplish for sure. And it's just, it's, it's wild to well, me. Well, And the end you know? result reflects that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's just, uh, <sighs> Uh, the perfection is so easy to to spot mm. in that mm. in that regard. I don't like every single thing Michael Jackson ever did. Same, but right. I I'm you know I, I was I'm s- smart enough to see that what he did was the real deal. Right, and you know like um, well the Osmonds. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I grew up, the Osmonds were big. Uh, the Jackson Five were big. Yeah. And Michael Jackson was just a kid. And so, um, what I learned over the years of, uh, I mean, Donny Osmond was my first boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so as as his as his is his right. Say that ten times fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. uh, but when you see some stories about the Osmonds and as uh as as a family when they performed um it had to be it had to be perfect Mm -hmm. that was you know they're just you know and uh somebody said one of them said that's why we're the one take osmond Mm, and donnie was just coming into this like full blown and he says we are And he's like, he's like, and, and because it was like, do it again, do it again. That's why we're the one take Osmonds. And so, um, that just, it, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But when yeah. you watch them, uh, old videos of them, even as they got older, those men are 70 years old and can still move like they did yep. back then right. because they did it in their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Well, so, it was the same with Michael, like yes. it, same with him. But yes. no, I, I think I, I was just thinking about that. I think probably top three favorite 
uh, people that I was shown by like mom and aunt Heidi would be Michael Jackson, the Eagles and queen. Mm. Like yeah. those, I, I think if I really, if I had to sit there and think about it long enough, it would still be those three. Like it's yeah. just the, the um, like styles of music are different, but it's definitely something that I can see where the similarities are as far as like the sound and the tightness and lyrics or whatever it is mm. and videos. And I remember when I was, Blown away as a kid. As a kid, I understood this. Blown away that Don Henley was the drummer right. and was singing. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, he's not. Mom's like, yes, he is. Like, I remember driving to the private school in Orville, and she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> That's she's impossible. She's like, yes, he is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen him live. Like, have <laughs> been alive longer than you. We didn't have Google then. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> So, all right, um, let's do this, is that what we're going to do is we're going to take a small break, and then when we come back, mom has got some specific things that she wants to talk about uh, that Mm. is about the uh, the both of us, uh, whether it is childhood stuff or whatever. So, um, yeah, we're going to take apple juice. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. We will see you guys in just a moment. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. All right, <laughs> to to do this next section, um, mom, I, I had approached you about a week ago and said, hey, can you think of certain things about like us growing up and everything? And I think that the question that Lilith asked is probably one of the best ways to springboard, if you will, All right, Lilith, into um, into the things that you've got is that she asked this question. She says, hey, mom, were they just like the naughtiest little shits ever? <laughs> Like when they went all quiet, did you have to go look at what they were up to in a panic? Because they seemed like they were a handful. (laughs) So what was like, I guess, I don't know. It's an odd question to ask, but I mean, what was it like raising us from your perspective? What are you looking at me for, mom? (laughs) You know why I'm looking at you. No, it could be of many reasons. Like turn the cameras off. (laughs) (laughs) Audio podcast from now on. No, just turn everything off. (laughs) So, so I guess, uh, how, how do you uh, feel about that question? Like, you know, like if we went quiet or like, what, what was it like raising us as far as us being like troublemakers or anything like that? Like, I can't believe how I'm going to answer this. (laughs) If Eric was quiet, something was terribly wrong. (laughs) If you were quiet, Kyle, you were having a febrile seizure. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did have those. Yeah. I, you know, that's just, <laughs> um, yeah. Eric would get a, he would try to get away with whatever he could. <laughs> um, do you remember hiding behind the curtains, trying to swear? <laughs> of course not mother. No, <laughs> no. Shit, 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 shit. And all shit, I saw, shit. I just heard it and I thought, where did he go? And all I could see was his little feet sticking out and I pulled that curtain back and he looked up at me and he goes, it wasn't, it wasn't me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first shaggy. Actually, if Kyle was quiet, he were probably doing a puzzle mm-hmm. <laughs> or laying on the dog, reading him books. I'm so white. fucking nerd. <laughs> <He was. laughs> Listen, if anybody remembers well, the comedy routine when I said Kyle was every parent's wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> I am not kidding. Okay, you know, in in all reality, Kyle was born in the perfect environment. <laughs> the like truly though, 
you know, your dad and I, you know, we were a real family. We went to church. We had a, a, a real family dynamic and it was the most normal setting you know, you were the only one of all of you, I think, that had a fighting chance. Oh, my God. At really being. <laughs> Eric, I just I'm did honored. my best <laughs> and, <laughs> and hoped, what, hoped what I was doing was good because I had no idea what I was doing with you. Yeah, well, I, it was, I'm fine. What is everybody so concerned about? <laughs> You're fine now. Jesus Christ. I, um, yeah, no, it, they weren't, they weren't bad kids, but they both had, uh, they both had their things. <laughs> there was so much age difference between you Next two. question. <laughs> they didn't fight. They had nothing to fight about. There was nothing to fight about. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that is something yeah. that, uh, I, I, I do think about is that we really didn't fight over shit like that, where, mm-hmm. it, you know, toys and things like that. Like I, I didn't care because it, in all reality, I knew Kyle was like the careful kid. He could play with my video games. He could do these things. I, tr- yeah. I trusted him because mm-hmm. he took care of his shit. So there, there was kind of that aspect as well, but no, like it's not the same as watching, you know, my girlfriend's two boys that are, you know, barely three years apart. Like Jesus Christ, the one dude was literally about to pile drive the other one while he was playing Tony Hawk and had no idea he was coming up behind him. And I'm like, bro, 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 you can't know. Like, like there's a bro code. Like, yeah, yeah, like you can't do that. Like, What's well, I think it's interesting because I mean I do remember you know specific times that I mean every kid has them when it's like you know like the setting fire to the carpet moment of like every kid yeah. has you know like it's interesting because really the main thing that sticks out to me is the the whole idea like when, when we would be at grandma dora's house and if one of us misbehaved we had to sit on the top the steps, of the steps yeah the steps. and it was just like and I, I think i remember there was a time that scott was sitting on the top of the steps he was in timeout and mind you i think maybe we were like five five or six or something and we were all talking and Scott went to say something. And, and I think that I went, Scott, you're in timeout. And grandma was like, no, I'll allow it. What do you have to say? <laughs> you know, so like, it's just like, like we were, we had the hammer dropped on us. I guess you could say like for big things, but all in all, like our house was, relatively normal like i got to watch r-rated movies and boobies dude yeah right like what do you mean (laughs) i had hbo and skinamax in my room before they knew that that was a problem i didn't discover that until i was in at at aunt heidi's so that was there's the final piece of the puzzle for everybody that's been wondering (laughs) yeah (laughs) what's he doing becoming a man (laughs) you know but it's just it's it's interesting because you know like there's I guess you could say like, you know, like I had a big stint of like when I was in school that I wasn't doing homework or whatever. I was grounded a lot, but I was also like that was kind of my teenage years and like mm-hmm. me being ground like grounded and stuff like it wasn't the same as, you know, some guy like or some kid going to a party and getting caught with alcohol. Like I never had any of those. I was a excuse me a, a very uh, boring kid. Like I came home and played guitar and like, you know, like mm-hmm. then took up editing and all that stuff. Like I really didn't have time to, I guess you could say misbehave, but I did have my moments, I, I guess here and there. I but. always knew where you were. Mm. I had to hope I knew where that one was. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like where, where do you think like, it's a small town? Like, That's what's so shocking, Eric. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I was good at it. <laughs> Man, it's okay. So you said that you do have some specific things that you wanted to talk about. So what are uh, some, I guess you could say, like almost like, Where's my I don't know, like maybe like Megaton, like Megaton bomb moments where it was just like, okay, I cannot believe you just did this. And like now you have to process it like as a human being or whatever, like with some of the things that you've uh, written down, like. I think the uh, the mud on the uh, porch is probably one of them, but Dude, yeah, that was. Do yeah. you know when that happened? I could not believe it was happening <laughs> because that was so out of character for you. I don't even know what you're talking about. So when we lived on Sheldon and we had the little grape, you know, we had the the porch. Mm-hmm. It was pouring raining, and Shane Pastor Chuck <laughs> and them lived two door two doors up. Your cousin, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have a feeling it was one of those moments. I'm blaming Shane for this one <laughs> because I have a feeling it was one of those moments where I think you probably heard, yeah, you know, what would be fun. <laughs> and I went out to check on you guys because that is the one time Kyle was quiet. <laughs> I will say that. And there they were soaking wet, bare feet, painting, the front of the house with mud just going at it. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? And we thought it was cool. We were like, Oh, we can't wait to show them. And it was, Oh, it was bad. Yeah. And so I was like, no, 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 no. And I think I went up and I got Robin. Yes. Mom, because she's, she's like, what are they doing? And I, I brought you two up and you were covered. And I'm like, look at them. So we had you guys get sponges and a bucket and uh, like, you know, to wipe it off. In the rain? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, God, it's all coming back. Okay. So, yes, in the rain. Um, Not as much rain, but. It got sunny at one point. It did. It did. So. To make you guys learn a lesson, you had to clean it up. You had to clean it up. In the and, fucking rain. And you were enjoying it. You were like, oh my gosh. It's a no, nice. I came I, out and I said, this is not fun. No, I remember exactly what happened and what it was. Was that They brought out this large ass bucket of water with suds on the top. And you... At this time, my perspective was mom just came out with these sponges. She threw them into the bucket and went, get busy. <laughs> and I yeah. go in statement. <laughs> they go, she goes inside. Robin is with mom. And all I remember was we looked at the two sponges. <laughs> and one was red and one was blue. <laughs> and I looked at Shane. I'm like, do you want the blue one? He's like, I kind of want the red one. I'm like, no, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm using the blue one. And from inside of the house, we heard, stop it. You're not supposed to be having fun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Clean up your mess. Epic fail. Oh, God. It was just. Epic now, fail like, then, everywhere. I, I think you said years later that you guys were just inside, just cracking up. We were. And, you know, yeah. Eric, you did the same thing with Alan. Who? What? When oh, really? You were, when you were like, you both were about four years old. And you guys uh, Aunt, G- Aunt Gigi had, I can't see. Um, <laughs> Aunt Gigi had her apartment down there um, mm-hmm. at the underpass, mm-hmm. pouring rain. And we were like, oh, you guys can, you know, 
play. Go ahead. You were already out there. You were already wet. Right. And when you came to the door, you guys were covered head to toe. You look like little black boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And... and <laughs> God. I'm serious. You <laughs> smiled. Alan was kind of like, huh? And not you, man. Your teeth just white as can be, right there. And we just put you both in the tub and went and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> what else could we do? Yeah. So uh, actually, because oh because that happened, and I'm like, oh, there's Eric, and then you did it. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god! It's a boy thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It's so. uh, As far as like any other like big moments, like does anything else stand out to you? As far as like you know, like like we got in trouble or we did something in the house or like we destroyed something because like nothing really like comes to my mind that I like I don't remember. I've got a slew yeah. of them. What are you so, talking about? I, I was boring. Like, I didn't do anything. You pushed <laughs> him down the stairs. <laughs> down the basement. It doesn't yeah. even... I, he has to do it again, in my defense. Yeah, I, I think I did. I do remember that. I he do it again. pushed yeah. you yeah. down the stairs, and Randy yelled at me. <laughs> what the fuck is this my fault? I was folding laundry. What were you doing? Because it was... I'm your kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, okay, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll go into uh, some questions here. Um, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's go into vacation mode. Okay. His um, DNZ, uh, who's been on uh, the live chats, he's DNZ. also on, on Discord and everything. Um, he wants to know, he said, what was mom's favorite family vacation that you went on uh, when the boys were young? Now, to be fair, we would take two types of uh, vacations. We would go to Maine where we would just get like a cottage and kind of just like relax and unwind. Like hectic. I always used to say like hectic and then uh, relaxing. Oh, right. We would flip flop. Right. Yeah. It's well, cause uh, then the other one was uh, going to Florida, Florida and like going to like Disney world or like, or you know, whatever, like, man, fuck so, that. Have you, sorry, but cut you off. You yeah. see how expensive that shit is now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Never happening. It's, it makes me wonder how everything was done back then. Of course, I know, I know there's like a whole difference of like, you know, sure. Like, you know, inflation and, you know, percentages and all that. Well, stuff, your father but, you had know. a plan. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, so. it took 12 months to figure out. <laughs> hey, but anyways. But, yeah, but, yeah, but we did it. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. um, so, yeah, so I, I guess my question is, is that as far as, like, vacations are concerned, what what is something that stands out to you or, like, what, what do you remember from those vacations? Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, us could be being in trouble or anything like that. Like, what did you just enjoy about um, those? Well, I learned quickly that I hate Florida. <laughs> 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 Nine million people in a square mile, but there were there were good things about that because we did the fun things. You know, we did uh, a Universal. Mm-hmm. Gosh, did you remember Twister? That yes. was so cool. Yes, Twister yeah. was so cool. But poor Kyle was only like four years old, and we were you know the up and coming things were like the Terminator and. Um, those those pools. Oh, yeah, God, the yeah. the Back to the Future ride. Yep. And the Terminator thing scared him so badly because it was like in your face. It was that we had those glasses on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right? 3D thing. Yeah. Yeah. And God, did you get scared on every motherfucking ride that we went on? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was a wuss. He yes. was <laughs> uh, and he cried and we came out of there. He was crying. And I said to, I said to Eric, 
I said, take your brother and go around the corner there and take him to the Barney show. No, we no, need okay. to defuse this. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Terminator wasn't the one. It was the alien it ride. Was the alien ride. Okay. It was it, no, and I remember because the moment that was the breaking point for me was when, if you guys haven't seen the ride, essentially you strap in like in Alien Three when they're in the yeah. escape pods, yeah. and this center cylinder, like they, the creature effects were amazing. Looking back on it, was it but, but it was the idea that one of the dudes that was one of the actors, he essentially gets bitten and blood yeah. drops down on you. That was the moment that I just, I was done. I, I was, I needed to get out. And I remember when all the lights came up, I'm sobbing and this, uh, this pair of uh, old ladies were behind us and they saw me and they're like, Oh honey, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. I almost died. I was like, <laughs> it's so like, but, um, but you know, but then, yeah. Well, the, yeah. the thing, the thing is, is that I know that it's, it's easy to get confused because, well, mm-hmm. she's, she's trying to remember back, you know, sure. 20 well, right. years, but so am I, it, it all kind of went into it because it was that one. And then we're like, okay, that's going to be the only thing that fucks him up basically yes. the whole time. <laughs> no, no. The alien adventure, <laughs> the alien adventure was the new thing at Disney. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that happened at Disney. And after that, we headed straight for the teacups. Yes. To, to kind of calm him down. And then universal. And then, right. I was say, then we went to the universal one. and then it was Terminator and back to the future yeah. that fucked you up again. I'm yep. like, yeah, how is this happening? This see, is a fun ride. See what I remember from Terminator two is my memory is that I enjoyed it. The back to the future ride was the one that like completely set me over the edge because it was the fact that like, dude, the like again, looking back, it's incredible, but it was just the fact that, the car is on this huge lift and it would actually like, you know, do all these crazy maneuvers and would do all that stuff, you know? So it just, it was crazy. I know that it, the Terminator thing wasn't your deal until the actors started coming like in the Mm -hmm. aisles and you realized, okay, like, I think you put it together a little bit. This is fake. This is fake. Right. But it's still, I was just like, God damn, like every, every fucking ride we're on. <laughs> well, it's uh, now wasn't now correct me if I'm wrong, but what, didn't we get to see Terminator two on the opening weekend and we, Arnie was actually there? Well, it was like one, it was like the grand opening, like, yeah, like major, yes. like month or weekend. Yes, right. we did. And I remember thinking the same thing that Randy did when we got closer. He don't mean like he wasn't big, but he's not tall. He was like, wow, he's not a very big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's also when I started learning that when you're shorter, essentially that's how you can bulk quicker because, well, your muscles are smaller in that mm-hmm. aspect. Right. You can bulk like that. But um, yes, that is funny that you remember that because I remember thinking that, wow, that looks like the guy that plays the Terminator. And I think Randy <laughs> thought the same thing. And the closer we got, we're like, wait, wait. You know, like, I think that is Arnold, but, and yeah. it was, and that was the cool thing is I remember being there on, yeah, one of the vacations, we were there for a lot of the, like, kind of grand openings or, yeah. like, the yeah. newest things. Yeah. And that's what was crazy. The other thing that was crazy that didn't set you over the edge, which fucking floored me, 
was the goddamn crash test whatever track cycle or in the car. I have very distant fever dream memories of <laughs> you that. You fucking loved it! And I, I remember being like, I think that that was the point that, because what I remember You're was- a goddamn convertible <laughs> on a real track, but he couldn't handle motherfucking Back to the Future on a hydraulic. It was, dude, what was weird was I, I remember sitting down and there was this gentleman that was already sitting there that you had uh, started talking to. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is my brother, this is my mom mom and my dad whatever and uh i remember i had not had a good day up to that point and i no. th- i finally was like no hold on we're doing this like, it's like no <laughs> we're gonna have fun and when i broke out of it i was like oh okay i think i get what this is supposed to be because i, I didn't understand what a theme park even was yeah, it took you fucking long and, enough right so it was just it was it was insane like he especially <laughs> i was only four he no but four. uh it was just so. man, like that i think What's interesting is that Florida to me is it's definitely good memories. Like, like we, we we stayed at, you know, uh, really awesome, uh, you know, hotels. We got to, you know, see wonderful things. We got to see stuff, you know, like, like you said, like when it first came out, Maine was a whole different, whole different deal. And I think that what I loved about it so much is as I've kind of thought back on it was that it was so simple. There was, that was like, the point. Yeah. It was again at that time I, you know, had, you know, the whole idea of Florida being in my mind. And then we went to Maine and it was like, all right, cool. Let's start a fire. All right. Like, you know, let's grill some steaks. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Or, oh, we're going to go go to the pier. We're going to do this today. Or we're going to go see, uh, see a bunch of, a uh, bunch of different things. Like it was just, it was such a drastic change. And I think that that really kind of in a way saved vacations for me. You know, it well, was interesting. The, the older I get, the, the more I understand what Randy was doing mm-hmm. and the fact of, you do want to do the things, right? Like you want to go on vacation and do the things, but like, do you always have to do the things mm-hmm. now? While it wasn't the greatest quote vacations for maybe preteens, teenagers, and you know, like, you know, kids your age all the time, as far as like what we could do and couldn't do because technology wasn't the same. Nope. If there wasn't a TV in the cottage, you didn't get to watch motherfucking YouTube. No. Like not at all. It, you just you, you, you didn't get to. So you had to either have a fire or do, like you had to do other things. Yeah. And that yeah. was the thing is like the older I get, the more I realize I understand what he was doing. It's smart because you want to go on vacation, but you you want to relax. Mm-hmm. You don't want to come home from a vacation and need to take two more days off because you're fucking exhausted. Do you yeah. remember how early in Florida we had a. It was when we uh, had a condo and we would come home from a day of either Epcot or Disney or wherever the hell we decided to go. Yeah. And we were in bed by seven 30. Oh, we didn't want to we do that. We were nothing. exhausted. Right. Absolutely exhausted. And then on top of that, again, not, not realizing as you know, adults, not only did we do all that, but then y'all had to drive yeah. home or wherever <laughs> it was. Yeah. That's why I mean, like as an adult, it makes way more sense why that shit happens. As a kid, you don't get it. Right. You just think, what the fuck do I got to go see another lighthouse? <laughs> yeah. Because mom loves them. <laughs> but, it, but it was one of those, how how cool is that going to be as an adult? Like, I yeah. think of that now. I'm like, that's a fire-ass vacation. Totally. Yeah. I'm going to go eat some great food. I'm going to watch it come in from where they just caught it. Yes. And right. I'm going to sit down in this great restaurant and see, you know, the townspeople and, you know, all this stuff like 
that's a fucking vacation. That's like going to Ireland almost. Like, like hang, you, hang with the locals, go to a hang, pub, like exactly. you know, check that stuff out. Yeah, like right. I don't need to have a clown doing backflips while I'm riding a roller coaster all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's where, like, as a kid, you think you need that, but as an adult, it's it's crazy to like see it through those eyes now. Yeah. And well, do you like, remember, understand what, what what you guys were doing? Yeah. Do you remember um, this? I think it was the first time that we took you boys because your dad and I had gone before and we got a different cabin. It was a bigger cabin. Yeah. You had the upstairs bedroom. Yeah. The TV got 2.3 channels and they sucked. Right. I think <laughs> right? then we get to watch like Jeopardy or something. We like watched that. something that was yeah. and it wasn't worth it. And we rolled it back. It, yep. was, it was literally like the TV at the end of Poltergeist where he rolled it out. Right? <laughs> and but hmm. what we had every night and we had a ball was we lit a fire we watched the fog roll up the street oh, oh yeah yes. which i yeah. thought Stephen, and, i thought stephen king was coming to my and, door and did, what we had like the um like lake thing behind yeah. us too where it, like it would come in and i remember mom or no yeah. it was randy that was kind of like are we gonna die like, yeah, i'm yeah. like this is sweet <laughs> like <laughs> but we played board games yeah every night and before bed and we had a Ball. Heidi went yeah. with us that time. Yes, yeah, no. yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah, that's the one yeah. where I almost died because Kyle Kyle Booth went with us. And <gasps> Kyle Booth. Oh my. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where I had to get basically. Uh, and but, Heidi had to give me stitches, but not stitches because it was bad when I got sucked in by that wave. <laughs> Yeah, and so you, found you out, almost died. Oh and, god, and, you pissed me off. So and bad. found out, yeah, because you had to leave the goddamn lighthouse. I was shop. shopping. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but then we found out like later that night. We ended up going to a restaurant, and I was I, I was all bandaged up, and I'm, I'm I'm on crutches, and the waitress comes over and she goes. Can I take her? She goes, wave, get you. Like, cut her hole. She's like, wave, get you. And I was like, <laughs> yep. how this bitch know? And come to find out where we went. That was like a major spot that people would just get taken and never seen again. Do you remember? I I, rem- I remember her telling us that there was a a a party of ten, a wedding. Well, no, there was two. Oh, there was okay. two things. Oh, it was a party of ten, and they were taking a group photo. A wave came up, took six of them, never seen them again. Gone. What the fuck? Gone. Then there was a wedding, yep. and <sighs> they were taking pictures for like the bride and groom. Took the groom. Right then. No. Uh-huh. Gone. What? <laughs> Dude, apparently me and Kyle Booth were fucking around in the wrong spot. Uh, like, the only reason? We, went, we uh. like, went down, <laughs> motherfucker. We went down, like, in the shit. Like, where the act, like, you could, like, hit the water, not, like, up on the pier where, like, they were getting sucked from. We were in it. Like a fucking idiot. We didn't know. There was no sign. We're from Ohio. Yeah. 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 There's cows here. Corn. Well, your foot got stuck. Yes. Between two rocks. And And that's what saved you. That's the only thing that saved you. I I, I remember when I was sliding underneath like the water. And I remember I, I was like, find your foot. Like just hit something. And and I remember I got up and I was so fucking pissed. Because it was one of my brand new pair of shoes that I spent a lot of money on, Good even God. back then. And I remember Kyle Booth being like, because I came up and I was like, oh, and because he was trying to take a picture of me. And yeah. he kept fucking with me and saying, hey, dude, a wave's coming. And I would turn around. He did like four times. And I was like, take the goddamn photo. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he went, hey, man, a wave's coming. I was like, fuck you, dude. Take the photo. And I'm six foot by this time almost. <laughs> and I remember a wave coming over my head. I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> I had time to think. And it yeah. hit me and pulled me back. And when I got up, I'm soaking wet. And I was like, take the fucking photo. <laughs> and did I he looked, ever take that picture? Yeah, he oh, did. Okay, well, yeah. Wasn't it the picture you were like, like this or whatever you no, were like so no that was that was before oh that was okay. right before okay. but i i remember being he took the photo i don't know where it's at maybe it didn't come out and i remember i looked down and my fucking sock was completely red and all i had was water and blood and my brand new socks and my brand new shoes oh, poor and I, baby yeah, dude. You know how much those cost me? You didn't pay for them at that time because that was when I was getting mad money for uh, birthday money. When I I got I had uh, my birthday right before school, so I got a lot of money. But <laughs> that, I remember I was so fucking mad. And then what did my dumbass do? I went to go. I ran. So every time I took a step and pumped harder, blood just coming out. It was right right across my kneecap. And I just remember Kyle Booth being like, he needs help. <laughs> He's yeah. running in and there, com there comes Aunt Heidi and she's looking at it and she's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you could like see like the fat and like, or not the fat, but like the, like the like bone and stuff like, right. Cause it's she just your, it's just your bought, knee. Like, she bought band-aids. And she cut and them cut and them she made like makeshift butterfly, butterfly stitches. Oh no shit. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Wow. She just strapped me real good with a, with the um, bandage and then gave me, we, we got crutches and that's when the lady that night was like, wave, get you. I was like this bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's just, man, what sticks out to me from that was, and I don't know if this is real or if this is like a fever dream or whatever, but I remember Kyle Booth turning his hat sideways and doing like this and being like, I'm pirate Pete from Pimmickwood point. Like, <laughs> he, did that. he did that. He 100% did. Yeah. 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 100%. Dude. It's, Oh my God. I, I just, I remember like, like Kyle Booth was one of the coolest people to go on vacation with. He where was it was fine. like, just cause, uh, wasn't there a moment that he almost thought he lost a CD out of the car. We're like, we were like driving down the highway yeah. to come home and he was like flipping through stuff. And I remember hearing him go, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and I was, and everybody was like, what? He's like, I think I just lost a CD. Cause he was like going through all of them to pick something to On listen the to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have, you know, an MP3 player or whatever. He had the big booklet of, you know, that zipped up that, you know, you kept all your I stuff in like that. It's Got just, it. oh man, it's vacations were definitely one of the, coolest things I think that we got to do but I think that you know even like doing stuff like you know we did Judgment House we did uh, you know we went to church or like yeah. we had uh, the family that would visit every year that would come up to Ohio and like we would meet up at you know so and so's house and you know get to see people uh, the cousins see, from hell yeah, the cousin, yeah, 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 from you know, Chicago it just it's man like uh, your dad's nose they drank so much. Dude, he tried to keep up with them. They drank so much your dad's nose started to bleed. Oh my I remember that story. And he was puking behind a, a, a dumpster. dumpster. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, he, he kept up, but man, it came at a cost. We man. closed Froggies and Port yeah. Lake. That you night. closed it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I drank all the gin they had. That Gross. <laughs> all right. Um, let's do this is that uh, we're going to semi wrap it up, yeah. but, um, coming up on like 30 minutes. 
somebody actually asked a really good question uh, for you. And um, again, guys, we, we're not going to get to all the questions with mom. If we have her on again, we can do another time that we can, you know, have maybe like a whole section dedicated to that. Um, but I hope I'm saying this right. Uh, Sander Fervick um, says, hey, Riker Road mom, I wanted to know your opinion on NF song Mama. They said that you listened to it, and I guess I kind of want to review from a mother's perspective because the way that because I I ended up telling you about it before we reacted to it was like, you know, yeah, like, you know, mom said that she had listened to it. And I think that the way that you worded it was it didn't hit you emotionally until the song was done like that. That was kind of your moment or whatever. But I mean, just really like what what did you think about that song, Mama? It it. I took it all in and when it was over, I realized what just happened Yeah, mm. for me. Um, um, Nate is, is such a, oh gosh, he's such a wonderful soul. Um, sharing his heart with us the way he does, whether it hurts, whether it's, you know, just fun or whatever it is. And it took me a little bit to realize that he was, he was, he had forgiven his mother and he hoped she was just okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, how, uh, what, what more could, could anyone want? And the fact that he could, that he could come to that point. And as a mom, um, it just made me, um, you want your kids to think of you that way, I guess, you know, yeah. um, you know, when I'm, when I'm gone, there's just going to be a lot of yarn and, <laughs> you know, fireball left yeah. over for you people to divvy up. <laughs> so, um, but whether your mom has been troubled through her life and I've, and I have done that. I've had my moments that weren't, that weren't great and it affected you both in different mm. ways. Mm. And there was a long time Eric didn't even want to be around me. Well, but that that was just because of what was what I was going through. And I was I was I just wasn't able. But right. Well, I mean, there 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 was things that, you know, ended up happening, mm -hmm. you know, within a couple of years that it was like, oh, okay, And, you know, being a little bit older, even at that time, I was like, oh, now I get it yeah. a little bit. So it was right. just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to take it. So that no. was, that was the right. thing. And, well, and, yeah, same. And no. I knew that I knew that I couldn't be mad at you about that because it just, there was no way you could understand at sure. the moment. But I think, I think Nate did what he had to do to have that. I don't want to say closure, but just finally feel that close to his mother. Mm. Of course. Um, and I, I, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. I really did. I, um, I get excited when I see, you know, when I see something, you know, when you guys wrapped all that up and I was like, damn, <laughs> you know, I think yeah. we're done here. And, yeah. um, oh, you're talking about like the whole album. Yeah. 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 For, um, because I realized after the last one, I was like, Oh hell, that is the last one. Yep. Um, but I was so glad I got to go through that with you. We actually had, we actually had a few people, uh, a buddy from work, Jarrett included, but there was, um, I forget who it was offhand, but they, 
didn't supposedly listen to the album and i know jared didn't mm-hmm. they waited for us to put the songs out to oh. do it with us and i'm like fuck that i would Whoa. not have done that no, oh, no. hell like, no yeah. hell no i don't care how much i like a channel i'm not waiting wow you didn't even do that you listened to the whole shit like, no. right <laughs> she's like i'm fucking listening to what's well, i mean I that's shit to do what's I, th- I think that that's what honestly uh, i mean because we, we, we've done an entire podcast on nf so i'm not going to go super deep but i mean that's something that again from your perspective is so interesting because i know i mean just like you were talking about you know the times that you know like you and eric didn't get along or whatever like or whatever like i mean eric and i have that history of that too where it's like like guys i I hate to burst your bubble but we're not the perfect family we have problems (gasps) we've had drama yeah i know oh but blow off the lid you know so but it's but no like it's just to me i think that there's this there's this normality that really gets lost where it's like people think that a dysfunctional family that is, you know, just grasping at straws is the normal thing where it's like, you know, Oh, like, Oh, like I fight with my mom and my dad every single day and we're screaming at each other, but I love them. And it's like, well, sure. But in the same hand is that it's like, you, why do you have to scream? Why, why do you have to do these things? Why do you have to, Mm. you know, be at odds at all times or whatever? Like, we were both there for a while and that's what's what's crazy yeah it's to me i think that what's interesting is that the one thing that has blown me away the most with having you on is that people have said it about the two of us or whatever but they're like man like just the relationship that you have with your mom like i wish i had that and it's it's just it's so foreign to me it wasn't always like that though like there there was there was a real point where it, it did happen like in the movies or whatever where it just became she wasn't my mom anymore Mm-hmm. And I could say fuck, and I could say that, like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah. it, it was like the fact that it, she kind of let it go, mm-hmm. and I just had this moment of where she was. I was like, okay, I can talk freely, basically, yeah. or whatever it is. And she's just, she's just always kind of, I guess, maybe followed suit Mm -hmm. now when we were younger she had to like kind of put the hammer down you know like you have to have that like i try to still do now with my kids and my stepkids where it's like strict but fair yeah you know like i got to watch a lot of cool stuff i got to do a lot of that but i couldn't listen to my gangster rap and i couldn't swear you know what I mean? Like there, there, I know that sounds dumb, but it was like, I could watch the R rated movies and the new horror flick and leprechaun and all that shit. Like, <laughs> right. It didn't matter. And, but when it came to certain things, like I said, that was our, the, our era where it was like, music is bad. It's the devil. So <laughs> of course that's what she did because she was a good mom. Yeah. Like that's just how it went. But there was still this time where, in my life, and I know it happened with you too, and it happened with Devin. Devin was a different, he's a weird, anyways. But, <laughs> oh, Devin. No, <laughs> but we love no, him. No, <laughs> no, you have this like moment where it's like they're not your parent anymore. You are the friend. You are the one. They yeah. just happen to have known you literally all of your life. Right. And know how you tick. So, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's crazy the fact that like how it all transitions and, you know, like mom and I are not that much different in age when you really think about it. We kind of fall in almost the same categories as far as like genres or something for a little while. Right. And I think that's what molded us as well. But mom, 
mom was not like our household wasn't like people think like, yeah, we didn't have the perfect family, but we kind of did have the perfect family. Like we, we like had the setting. white picket fence. We had we, the front yard. We, did. we had, you know, but uh, mom, we, mom yeah. and I didn't always have that when, when me and her were young. Right. She, she didn't like, she, I want to say she worked for it, but she, like she worked for it. Like there was a time where like, I remember when she had to turn the, the stove on and put my bed in front of, in the kitchen because she didn't have any heat. Mm. I dress you in front of the. She didn't. Yeah. She didn't yeah. ask grandma that was very, very, very well off, and all, like she had a perfect environment to like mooch off of somebody that made something for herself, which was our grandmother, and right. she didn't. Right. Grandma did what she needed to do and stepped in when she needed, but mom was always like, even when she became a house mom and didn't work anymore, I knew what I saw all of my life. What my mom did. My mom was just, you know. uh, in a position to where she could be a stay-at-home mom. Right. Like yeah. your dad yeah. did, your dad did very well, yeah. even at a young age. And it provided that. And he wanted her to be that. Why wouldn't you? Right. Cause she was a good mom. And that's, that's what Kyle got. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kyle got Bitch. that. that <laughs> I'm just blessed by association. I guess. <laughs> He's just yeah. happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, you know, and when you say that, um, when you finally get to that point to where it's just like, oh, okay, I can let my hair down. Um, it was the same for me. Sure. I mm. could be more myself in front of you right. and around you. And, um, you know, we're not perfect people and we don't pretend to be. No, no. Just watch any Riker Road video. <laughs> With or without you. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I yeah. keep telling Eric to edit me more and he won't. But, <laughs> nah. but, um, but I think that's just what makes us us. We accept each other for who we are. We love. That's who made us who we are. Mm -hmm. And that's why you two are Riker Road. And 110,000 people are not wrong. It's just, it's <laughs> insane. I'm sorry. I saw that coming way before you did. Yeah. Well, um, me and Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe. I, I, I wanted to, uh, to end this podcast on this story. Now, again, what I'm done telling the story of the podcast isn't over. I still want your guys' interaction on it, but, um, there is a very special moment with you that has not left me. Um, that even wasn't towards me. It was towards uh, somebody that um, I'm very close to uh, to this day. I'm not going to divulge their name, but uh, for reasons you'll understand was that um, we were living in the duplex. And I remember that night, this uh, this friend got a hold of me and was just having a very, very bad week and a very bad, you know, night to boot on top of everything else. And I was working retail at that point and I told them, all right, you know, we'll come up to the house at like eight o'clock or whatever. If you want to go up, up there earlier, like mom is there, you know, it's like, you know, you, you can hang out, do your thing. I'll be up there soon. And then we can decide what we're going to do for the rest of the night. And I got home, saw them sitting in the living room and I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to step outside and have a cigarette. And he came with me and I remember standing underneath of the pine tree that we had. That was kind of our designated like smoking yep. spot. Oh yeah. And, I remember that tree. Yeah. And uh, we both lit up our cigarettes. We're kind of talking and I saw him open up his jacket and he pulled out a bottle of Jaeger oh, yeah. and he twisted off the top and just took a, full, a few gulps and closed it up and put it back. And I, I went, dude, what's going on? 
And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I, I just, I bought it. I wanted it. And he's like, I, I just, I didn't, I guess I didn't think all this through. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you can't drive home. Like you, like you, like if you've already, like if you've already been drinking on that thing and you know, you've been, you know, in this state, you know, I don't know how much right. you've had. I'm like, right. I, I, me morally, I cannot let you leave this house. And he was just like, no, I can't do that, man. I can't stay here. He's like, I, I can't, I'll, I'll figure something out. And I'm like, no, nah, man, just, it's fine. Like, well, I'll just tell mom that you're crashing here for the night or whatever. And you came out, you asked for a cigarette and you looked at him and said, what's in your jacket? And he tensed up and he got really, really scared. And he was nothing, just my cigarettes. And she went, take it out. (laughs) And he just (sighs) opened it up, took out the bottle and set it down. And you picked it up. You looked at it and went, all right, yep, you're staying here. And she gave it back. Well, the damage is done. And it was just like, dude, like it was. What's he going to do? Puke? Like, you know, like that's it. It's. That was the moment that I that I realized as an adult with somebody that was close to me that, you know, wasn't a part of our immediate, you know, uh, 150 or however you want to say it. You just opened your arms to him and you didn't judge him. You didn't say, like, what are you doing drinking in my house? It was the what do you have? Okay, I know what you have now. I know what needs to happen. Pull out the bed in the basement. That's where you're staying. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's it's crazy. Like you, you have always had that mentality of, you know, like whenever I've had friends that have made some really big mistakes, like uh, the person that I had to go pick up in Cleveland, um, you know, what, with the, yeah. the whole thing that was happening there. And we pulled into uh, the, uh, the driveway and uh, this person had fought addiction and, you know, was kind of on a stint or like was, you know, in a bad place. And the first thing that you did was that you ran out into uh, the driveway <laughs> And you hugged them and said, are you okay? And they said, yeah. And then you smacked him on the shoulder and went, good. Don't ever do that shit again. And it's like, it's just like, he was going to walk home. <laughs> yeah. It just, it was to me, <laughs> I, like you, home. you just, you have such a loving mentality and how you approach people and how you just like, like it's it, the proof is in the pudding. Like, it's like, it just, it's always been there. And I think that as time progressed and, you know, your personality changed, life changed, you know, we changed all that stuff. It's just, right. it's something that I've said it many times before. And it's just like, nah, dude, like we do legit have the coolest mom on the planet. Like it, it just <laughs> is what it is. Like it's, you know, your set of rules when friends would come over, you're like, you know where the bathroom's at, you know where the kitchen's at. I'm not helping you go. Like, it just, yeah. it's like Unless you, you're going to tip your waitress. Don't bother me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, it's just, we, we really got to grow up. And I think in one of the most unique ways of just like, you know, from the fact that it's like, you know, we do have different fathers. We were, you know, born at very different times. Mm-hmm. We got to experience the nineties. We got to experience mm-hmm. the two thousands. We got to, you know, experience everything that life can throw at us. And really the dynamic has never changed. And that's just been the coolest part of yeah. it to me. You know, it's, it's just been really well, wild. You know, you know, you know what I think instilled that the most in me is when Eric was, um, maybe 17, 18, you know, and you were hanging out with your best friend and I knew where you were and I knew what you were doing. (laughs) And, you know, there, you know, at at some point in time, you know, moms, if any moms are hearing this or care at this point, but um, you have to pick your battles. 
yeah. I could have pitched a fit about everything you did, Eric, every single damn thing you did. <laughs> and, but what, that solves nothing. Right. And so chasing you around, seeing what you were doing and dragging you home or whatever. First of all, I didn't have the energy to do that. You always said, don't call me from the police station. Don't, call don't me waste your call on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll be staying. And, <laughs> and my, what, what was my rule with you? Which, which one? Okay. <laughs> if you're smoking, if you're drinking. Oh. All I ask of you is that. If, if you're going to be smart, be, or if you're going to be, be dumb, be smart about it. Yeah. Right. Be dumb. Yep. Be smart. Yeah. I don't want you getting, don't leave where you are. Is basically what I always took that as, is that mm -hmm. if you're going to be getting fucked up, no matter how it was, yeah. as long as it's not like fucking heroin, right? you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, and even at that, I knew that it was stay where you're at. Like, and that was pretty much the simplest rule I could ever follow. Right. And the, the best friend that she was talking about also, you know, Jake's mom was the same way. She was a lot more, she was mom, but like the way more lax version. Mm -hmm. Now I also saw the difference where it was like, Oh, Jake kind of, but yeah. he also still respected a lot of the boundaries. Yeah. And that was the thing was when we did things for the most part, we stayed where we were at, but that was the thing was mom. Like I said, at a certain age, I kind of figured she knew, but she just trusted me yeah. and kind of dumb on her part, but <laughs> here I am. So I no. looked at yeah. it this way, but she, she did choose her battles. No yeah. matter what you were doing, at least I knew where you were. Right. Right. Cause I gave her that where I'm like, I'm here. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lock the door. Yep. Yeah. Right. So then, hell, even when I was an adult, when I moved back at 30, I remember I had one buddy that was like, oh, are you checking in with your mom? I'm like, no, I'm telling her she can lock the door because I'm getting fucked up with you. <laughs> right. Like, what do you mean? It's, like, where's your it's two in the morning. Well, like, I live there right now. She just doesn't want to lock the door and hear somebody come in at three. Well, like, to, to me, I think that it's like, because I've had that conversation happen before on that negative side, but I also like when I was with another group of friends and I would say, hey, like, I just need to let my parents know like what's going on, even though I was 22. And I remember trying to explain myself and it was uh, one of my uh, friend's wives that said it. She was like, no, like you're being respectful. Like you're like, you, you live with them. You're letting them know what's going on. You're not like, they're not wondering like, you know, if you're dead in a ditch or you're whatever. You're not like, asking permission. Right. You're, right. you're being like, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. our, our relationship with you is, is something that I think that I'm in a way I'm very honored to be able to share that with the internet and the fact that as they've embraced us, they have embraced you and it's just, it's awesome. I know we're going to do way more in the future that we'll be able to have you on again and talk about say, some yeah, specific we, things. We're going to have to so, wrap this up, man. Yep, we're pushing yeah. an hour now. Yep. yep. Oh, so, wow. but, um, you know, cause we, we've got ideas down the road to be able to do, I'm not going to say what specific ideas are, but to be able to have you on, uh, to be able to do this again and maybe have like a topic that we can focus on and do some different things. Yeah. But either way, guys, if you have made it this far into the podcast, genuinely, thank you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you being here and, Man, this was just this. This was cool. This was a fun night yeah. to be able to try some stuff out and to just kind of, uh, you know, spread our wings a little bit. So usually I give well this done. to I, I give this to Eric. But, mom, is there anything that you would like to say uh, to the people? <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> is, is there is there anything that you would uh, like the audience to know and uh, just give them a proper goodbye as we close everything out? What I want the audience to know is that. I love and appreciate all of you for supporting my boys 
and for being so uh, kind and thoughtful to me. I don't know why I'm interesting, but <laughs> I, do I don't think I'm interesting. I just make meatloaf and, you know, <laughs> clean houses. Joe Saccone actually said, he's like, I still haven't gotten my meatloaf yeah, yet. Yeah. So. Oh, Joe, I'll find you. <laughs> I think I want to awesome. find Joe. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I appreciate all of you for just being just so wonderful to all of us as a family. Yeah. So we love you. And, uh, you know what they say, crowbars up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Adios.